What people should know about American barbecue is that it's all the art of the type of protein that you have, the wood you're cooking on, and controlling the smoke. People tend to underestimate the art of barbecue. Barbecue, like many other things in, in, in food or cooking, is or can be a matter of, of perception. We talk to people who feel that there, if there is no real wood and fire, you don't have the right to call something barbecue. And we talk to pitmasters that feel that you can generate the same result with maybe using different tools like bricks or briquettes. I think there are a few components to the technique of barbecue. Some of them are real to every barbecue we've seen. Heat, you know, if it's wood, then you also have the whole components of like what type of woods and how dry the wood is and burning it to the right coal, but then maintaining the temperature and, and babysitting the pit or your, or your smoking vessel. And then just the amount of smoke all the way up to what cut of meat are you cooking? How do you trim it? How do you cook it? How long does it need? Then the seasoning, do you season at all? Do you season only with salt and pepper? Is it a rub? Is it a rub before you're cooking? Is it a rub when it's done? And then saucing. You don't sauce at all. Do you sauce towards the end? Or do you leave saucing at a dining table so every diner can sauce at will? Um, and I think that kind of was almost a commonality around the different regions that we've seen. Pork in general seems more predominant to the Carolinas and Tennessee, where in Texas, just by nature of what is available, it's more beef-driven barbecue. And maybe the influence also of the Tex-Mex type of, especially at Valentina's, wood also, it's what's available to you. So you can have post oak or oak or uh, uh, hickory. Uh, in some scenarios, pecan, where we've seen here in, uh, in South Carolina as well. Barbecue is associated with smoke or smoking, right? This is the essence of barbecue. I think we, we tend to think about, oh, it's also the barbecue sauce, but it's not. It really is the smoke and cooking over, over coals or charcoals and really getting this balance of smokiness. People think, oh, it's a flavor. Just like salt, you want to control the amount of, of a very powerful cooking medium. And it's a fine balance between letting the meat that you cook shine and the right moisture and the right balance of smoke and then whatever seasoning that you may or may not add. With the wood, it really depends. We, we heard different uh, approaches and it depends on your pit, right? So if you have a big burning burl and you can cook the wood down to charcoals in a one big fire, then it may not be as important to have dry wood. But if you wanna utilize smaller vessels that you may have access to in a smaller operation or, or your kitchen, it's important to remember that the wood needs to be smaller, that it needs to be drier, so it will catch fire faster. And then controlling the, the smoke, a lot of smoke, dense smoke, darker smoke, is probably not the smoke that you look for. And those things I didn't know coming into this. You know, you, you turn your barbecue or your grill at your backyard or your operation on and you think that smoke, well, I'm, there is smoke coming out also, I guess I'm smoking. The mastering the heat and the art of like the type of smoke, the amount of smoke that is coming up is something that people need to learn to perfect. After going on that journey, if there is something that I can suggest to any chef that want to dab in smoking is to start first by understanding the parameters of what they have in their kitchen and then what is the best vessel in that parameters and then start with one thing. The one thing that you want to put on the menu that you want to smoke or barbecue, is it a brisket, 
are those ribs, but hone in on perfecting this to understand your cooking medium and controlling the smoke and the heat, and then you can take that and apply it further to other things. Don't think that if you set a smoker up, then you can smoke whatever you have in their pantry. I think that the cut of meat, the size, the density, the thickness are, are important to know how long and more or less what heat once wants to cook it on. Whole hogs, as we've seen, took anywhere from 12 to 18 hours, while the ribs could be two to four hours, depending, depending on their size. Uh, and it really depends on your cooking vessel. Is it wood? Is it charcoals? what type of pit or uh, smoke cooker you're working on, you want to have some sort of a vessel that allows airflow. Feeding oxygen through the fire will generate more heat and turn the heat on. Choking the fire through manipulating those airways will calm the fire down and so reduces the temperature. That's why I'm going back to the point of understanding the vessel you're cooking on. You know, sometimes you may need to move your protein to a different part of your smoker if your heat is picking up or shuffle the wood chips or your coals to one way or another. You have so many variants that you need to be aware of. And if there is one thing I learned is, is, not, is not to fight it. To understand what you're cooking with, know how to dance around it, and get to the results that you want with what you have. Top three mistakes chefs can make while trying to barbecue is generate too much smoke, denser smoke, and end up with something that tastes closer to an ashtray rather than a balanced smoke item. Another thing that is very common is putting the sauce, barbecue sauce, while you're cooking, not understanding it's high in sugar and gets the sticky, burnt sugar type of flavor overwhelming the protein. And overcooking is another mistake where you have it essentially taking a really good meat and causing it to be a dry end result. So whole hog barbecue is the original way of barbecuing in the Carolinas and Tennessee and we see less and less of that, and now I understand why. With a yield of 30%, barbecuing a whole hog is different than barbecuing parts of the animal. Just like anything else in cooking, when you cook it with skin on and bone in, lean meats, dark meats, all combined together, all those flavors are just well balanced at the end result, where you have different elements and lots of moisture in a hog that was cooked whole. Maybe this is the one occasion when the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Low and slow means around 250 degrees of temperature for duration of anywhere from 3 to 18 hours, depending what you're cooking. So in essence, it's breaking all the components of the animal slowly rather than uh, throwing a steak on, on a sauté pan. Perfect doneness for ribs is when the ribs are tender but still holding on to the bone. So you want a tag on the bone. You do not want to cut the ribs and have it fall apart. And I think that's another misconception. We want things to fall off the bone, but this is not braising. You really want to have them holding on while you cut it and really melting in your mouth when you bite into it. Pork ribs have a membrane on the backside and we've seen both approaches to either removing this membrane or not. Remove the membrane, because it can be chewy and don't remove the membrane because it helps holding the, the rack together or the ribs together and really slowly disintegrates throughout the cooking. From what we've tasted, they're equally good, so I think it's an operator's choice of how to go about it. Barbecue is a dry cooking technique and even though you have fat that inherently base the part you're cooking, you also always have parts that can get too dry. So introducing moisture to the cooking 
is important, either by spraying or mopping. We've seen different elements, usually with a component of acid to really cut the fat and up the moisture. With the sides to a traditional barbecue, they may vary in different regions. Uh, for the most part, you have your coleslaw, you may have your mac and cheese or potato salad. But I think in general, in most places, they seem to me more like a second thought to the main event. And my advice to operators will be maybe, you know, to really also play up the sides as long as they complement uh, the main protein that you barbecue. Good example to where the sides are amazing by themselves, but amazing complement to the barbecue as well, was La Barbecue in Austin, Texas. I think the sides were so well done and between the right amount of acidity and freshness to go with a smoky, sweeter, fattier meat, they, it was just the amazing balance. You have people that feel very strongly about barbecue and may look funny at people that are trying to push the envelope with it and do something different. And you have the other people, maybe the, the newer pit masters or the people who are coming to it later with a different background that are trying to put a different spin on it. I don't think it makes it less of a barbecue, it just makes it different, right? And that's, and that's the beauty of, of food in general. So barbecue, like any cooking medium, once you master it, can be applied to things that are not protein and can be plant forward. You can slow barbecue a cauliflower or a celery root or a jicama or char some broccoli and I would think enjoy it just as much.